Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for 10 dozen minutes of No More Space Heaters with Jake and Mr. Skullhead. And it is Monday, April 11th. And if it's going to be No More Space Heaters with Jake and Mr. Skullhead, I'm going to have to get Jake on the line. So let's call him and see if he's sleeping and or dreaming. Hey there. Hello. Were you sleeping? Uh, no. Good, good. No, I was, uh, I was masturbating, though. Actually, can I have another couple minutes before we start? Another couple of minutes? You can't bullshit a bullshitter, man. <laughs> All right. Can I have another five seconds? Uh, okay, I'm ready. All right. How's it going? It's decent. It's nice. This is the first show of the season that I've been able to do without a space heater. Space, like, like, a, like NASA technology? Yeah, you know what's great about your like early onset Alzheimer's is that you can keep making the same joke every time I bring something up. Yeah, that is great. Why do you say that though? That's what you said last time. Mm, last year at this time. Yeah, last time you agreed that it was great. I think it's okay to. Uh, I think it's okay to make the same joke once a year. Well, when I uh, when we put the space heater in at the beginning of winter. Oh, I, I see. That joke. So, like, the once a year when I wash my hair, somebody says, you washed your hair, and I say, I washed them all. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you don't uh, say, yep, all day. <clears throat> nope, hardly working. You washed your hair. Time to get a new watch. Yeah. Uh, you what doing? have you been up to, man? What have you been up to? Up to. This last week. Up to... Doing a lot of uh, gardening and whatnot, getting out in the out in the earth, tilling the soil. Are you are your thumbs green? No, they're kind of black. When I have dirt all over them. Are your knees green? My knees are green with envy of the blackness of my thumbs. What kind of gardening are you doing? Uh, the wife did a vegetable garden last year, and it worked really well. So we're like stepping it up a notch this year, like building a little raised bed for the thing to sit on so we don't get squished carrots. And, uh, you know, like carrots, tomatoes, beets. Wait, a raised beef. bed for the thing to sit? So, like, what? I don't understand the squished carrots thing. Uh, well, the last time we just put, like, an inch of topsoil on top of our dirt and started to grow vegetables, and everything grew fine except the root vegetables, which grew that inch down and then just stopped because they couldn't get into oh, the soil. Wow. So it was like a puddle of carrot? Oh, it was more like a stub of carrot that prayed for death. Mm. Was it delicious, at least? I was kind of afraid to eat it. The, the wife said it was okay. She said it tasted mm. like carrot. It was also white, like a parsnip. Huh. I don't think I've ever had a parsnip, or seen a parsnip, or heard the word parsnip. It's a I good think, word, though. I think parsnips are just carrots that happen to be white. Mm. It's like a pejorative term for, for a carrot, if that carrot is white. It's the, oh, okay. the honky of the carrot world. But yeah, so uh, yeah. it's like a cracker beat. Right. Which is to say a beat that is irregular and has no rhythm. Yeah, it's not a block rockin' beat at all. So this time wow. we built a little, like, box, kind of a, you know, laid some railroad ties on the ground, stacked them up, made a little rectangle for the garden to be in. Where'd you get railroad ties? Uh, Home Depot. Did you didn't steal them from live train tracks? No. I didn't want to have that close of a tie to the railroad. Careful around Did you wear a tie thing. while you were buying them? He's got railroad ties. 
If I had a railroad tie, I would have totally worn it. So when it, when is your garden going to yield food? Uh, uh, probably June. Hmm. That seems like a long time. You're going to have lost some weight by then if you're relying on this for 100% of your food. I am. It's part of my plan to get all buff. Man, you guys should totally get chickens. Yeah. Wait a More eggs than I know what to do with. I'm not a hippie. You know what? Why, why do people keep saying that I'm a hippie because I have chickens? How is being, how is like, I can see saying, I'm not a farmer, I'm not a hick, but okay, hippie? Okay, but if, you're, if you live in a, a city, and you live in a house, and you're raising chickens, you're a hippie. Why is that? You're a, hip, a hippie or a hipster. Because you're, that is, so that are is you a hippie a, because you planted a garden? No, that's a normal thing that people do in a city. Okay. Raising chickens is not a normal thing you do in the city in the U.S. I mean, it is becoming just, increasing. It's becoming increasingly yeah. common. It's a normal thing that like Mexican families have done in the city since you know right. I've lived here. Why not call me a Mexican? I might. I mean, I'm, I'm raising them to fight. Because you know, you're you're not take a, uh, you're uh, not a Mexican, fights. so so clearly you must be a hippie. Oh, I see. So anything that isn't Mexican is a hippie. Yeah. I should have paid attention in that philosophy class. They also taught me that if you have an acoustic guitar, then it, meant, then it means that you are a protest singer. Is that the truth? If you have an acoustic guitar, you could be a folk singer. You could be a douchebag, possibly. Okay. Um, it just depends on the accessories, I think. Okay. So, like, what if you have six capos and a cape? Then you're just kind of awesome. Oh, yeah? yeah. Why do you ever need more than one capo, though, is what I'm saying. Well, like, what if you burn through one? I guess that's true. I don't know how you would do that, but sure. Well, you like you uh, you do that Eric Clapton thing where you put a cigarette in your uh, in the neck of your guitar, and if the cigarette burns down to the point where it catches your capo on fire, then you've got five spare capos. Right. So depending on how many cigarettes you smoke in the course of the thing. Yeah. So, like, if you smoke a thousand packs of cigarettes per concert. Yeah. Uh, so you've been gardening? Doing a little gardening. We, uh, we watched the movie Tangle, Tangled, last night. What's that about? It's a Rapunzel, like Disney's take on Rapunzel. Is it all CGI? Yeah, it was surprisingly good, though. Like is it? Yeah, is it? I, I, I've heard that Disney's been uh, Disney's been shitting out some turds lately. It uh, well, it's like you've got your Pixar movies, right? And then you've got the like Disney brand that still is releasing some kids' movies, but the lead guy at Pixar is doing all of the executive producing on all of those. So pretty much any movie that was in the works when he took over. He kind of stripped to the ground and made them rebuild right. Okay. So, I don't know. Like, this one was... was the Rapunzel story with, the you know, like, some good tunes in there. And then it was designed like Disney's 2D animation. It was just three-dimensional. So, you know, like, people with big eyeballs and kind of painted backgrounds. And, it, yeah, it was really good. Huh. I should think. Huh. Would I hate it? I don't know. How did you feel about, uh, like, I'm a guy who likes him still some, you know, like, Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or Hunchback of Notre Dame. 
something. I don't know. It's been years since I saw any of those. I think I don't like music. True. Just in general, I don't like music. There's not a whole lot of it in there. I would, I would recommend giving it a look. It has, it's a tool of the devil. Did you see it in a movie theater, or is it like out on videos? On the, on the DVD. Oh. No, actually, um, I don't know that you'd like it, because when it was over, I turned to my wife and said, you know... It's refreshing to see a kids movie that doesn't rely on like poop jokes and fart jokes and being like snarky or making pop culture references. Hmm. So it didn't have any of that. It was very like very much in the classic mold, although really funny. Just you may find that hard to believe, but you know. I'm trying to think if Rango had any poop jokes or fart jokes. Like, nobody, it definitely had pop culture references. Nobody ate poop at all in that movie, which is unusual for kids' movies now, apparently. In uh, in in Rapunzel or Rango? In Rapunzel. No. I haven't uh, seen Rango. I don't know if there was any poop eating in that. You didn't. Uh, you didn't manage to make it out and see Sucker Punch, I guess. No, we kept we kept having half-assed plans to see Sucker Punch, and they kept falling through. Like one. Friday night the plan fell through in that instead of doing that we ended up just going to a bar with Vaginal Bloodfart and his wife and drinking ourselves silly. You didn't go to one of those that bars that's inside a movie theater? No, you know, if there, were, if there had been one, we would have gone. We're never gonna, we're never gonna have that level of civility in this country. Right. Everything is gonna continue to not make any goddamn sense ever. I should post some outraged uh, Facebook posts. Yeah. You know, in a, today, in a fit of peak, I just deleted Facebook off of my phone. I was like, you know, <laughs> I am just tired of seeing the dumb shit that people I respect post and wanting to get into arguments with them and occasionally being unable to resist the temptation to get into arguments with them. So I was just like, you know, every time I read Facebook, I see something that is maybe kind of interesting that I could have seen any number of other places on the Internet and probably will see in several other places before the week is out. Sure. And then I and then I see ten things that I'm just like, God damn it. Why haven't I silenced this person yet? So I just wow. decided I decided to take it off the list of things that I compulsively check for novelty. I see. I uh, um, you know, I have been guilty of posting angry liberal stuff, I'll admit. But I like to think that I keep it kind of on an even level. You know, like, a couple of angry liberal things maybe in a week and a couple of cute kid stories in a week. Mm -hmm. And you believe that that somehow makes up for for it? Well, it keeps it from being too overpowering, I feel. Keeps Keeps either one of them from being the primary reason to hate your Facebook posts. Right. Uh, no, you 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 were not you were not one of the worst offenders. It's uh, it's just man, 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 oh man. I uh, I knew when the shit went down in Japan that it was just going to unleash a flood of anti nuclear power sentiment. Yeah, yeah. And that's just really aggravating to me. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, what are you going to do? I'm all about any kind of power that we can have at all. You should you should change your kid's name to Steel Power. I'm thinking that what we should try and be and run things on is Black Power. Oh yeah, yeah. I get a bunch of you know, like put Samuel Jackson in a room and just have him stare at something so hard that a wheel spins. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, really, we could just get all 
uh, all black people to, to sort of unify uh, and and maybe uh, the the machine of industry can be driven by their uh, manual uh, manual labor. Oh, you mean like having them all run on a treadmill? I was thinking of something a little more indirect. Oh, like they would. Oh, like so they would they would pump their fists like Black Power style. Yeah, and like the, raise the, some sort of a lever that would turn a flywheel. I, no, I was thinking just the, the the blackness, the sheer blackness. The you know the the quan. I want machines that run on Quan. Hmm. How would you make a machine like that? It's like a like a I don't photoreceptor. Know. Totally a photoreceptor, but it but it runs on rage. Right. Or you know, it runs on the absence of reflected light. Hmm. Samuel L. Jackson uh, could power a uh, profanity engine. Oh yeah. Man, so could I. That'd be great. <laughs> we could power we could power a city the size of New York for an entire week. On the profanity that I utter, reading one six-hour period's worth of Facebook updates. Yeah, they would just require you to try and go play a game on your Wii every couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not every couple of weeks. I think it would work if I played it every couple of weeks. Hmm. Then they would make me do something, uh, do something atypical with my microwave. <laughs> I still, even though I've lived in this house for three or four years, used this microwave. You know, probably every second or third day I use my microwave for something. Still, half the time I go to set a goddamn timer, I turn the microwave on with nothing in it. <laughs> uh, at this point, I think I'm just an idiot. I don't, I don't think it's the interface's fault anymore. Well, I liked it back... I liked my old microwave where you would put in the amount of time and then you would hit one button to start it cooking or another button to start it timing. Instead of hitting the timer button first and then the time... If you want to time something. And then a start button. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, my microwave does all kinds of things that I'm never going to do. Like, it's got a, it's got a, a section for uh, uh, bar- barbecuing pork ribs and, like, a little container in the top that you fill with barbecue sauce that it will apply and brush onto them at the appropriate time. I don't believe that that's true. Then you may well... You may well not. They, they uh... Once you once you reach these higher tax brackets, they open a new uh, kind of store for you. Oh right, right. They tell you they tell you where it is. You're not supposed to tell anybody that it exists, except to brag about how much nicer your stuff is than theirs. <laughs> Can you imagine how hard it would be to clean a receptacle that is designed to just have barbecue sauce poured into it? That would be pretty rough. It's pretty hard to clean your mouth, which I would argue is primarily a receptacle that's designed to have barbecue sauce poured into it. What have you had, like... <clears throat> but then, of course, they can sell you another expensive gadget that is solely to clean the barbecue sauce out of your microwave. Oh, man. It's like a bottle of barbecue sauce, only it's like... It says, you know, Hank's old-time barbecue sauce remover in, in tiny letters. And it's a bottle that looks like a bottle of barbecue sauce, and you open it, and, like, this uh, nanite sludge emerges from it cleans barbecue sauce off of whatever surface it comes into contact with and then retracts back into the bottle right and uh, in even tinier letters it says do not ingest slash deadly poison yeah and it it uses the barbecue sauce to create uh, new copies of itself oh yeah yeah so don't spill it into a swimming pool filled with barbecue sauce yeah so when it gets to like Missouri it's just gonna turn into that gray goo take over the earth yeah um, I uh, I ate some barbecue ribs the other day. 
the lady wanted to go to a, a famous Dave's. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'll go there and eat some cornbread because that's all I like from yeah. famous Dave's. What is it with you and not eating meat at a barbecue? I don't know. I think it's because I'm a hippie, apparently. Yeah. And I've decided to not eat meat anymore. No, that isn't true. We eat hot dogs almost every week when we recorded Vice Hot Dog. Yeah, that's good. I have been listening to Advice Hot Dog, by the way. I've listened oh, yeah? to the first two and uh, working on the third. It actually does work to uh, as a uh, accompaniment for working my laps and trats and delts. Yeah? Yep. Cool. Keeps your mind off the pain by putting your mind on other pain, like the pain in your soul. Right. And the part of your brain that judges whether or not things should be. Right. Uh, I noticed on iTunes, it now says that listeners who subscribe to Advice Hot Dog also subscribe to Apropos of Nothing. Yeah, they, uh, I, can, I can imagine there's some fan overlap there. I haven't listened, uh, I haven't listened to that too much. I've not uh, checked it out since, like, episode three or four. Um, seems like they're sticking with it, though. Yep, they are fast. They're putting up, like, two hours a show every week. Which means mm. it's going to take me until one of them dies and so they stop. And then, you know, maybe I can slowly work my way through it. Mm. You know, if you uh, put it on your iPod Touch, you can listen to it in double speed. Yeah, then it sounds weird, though. Yeah, I can't do it. Hot Stuff listens to all of his podcasts that way. Huh. I cannot stand it. I like to savor I like to savor the dulcet tones of the fellas I listen to on the, on the internet. I also like to be able to process the words. You know, yeah. when you have people who talk a little bit fast to begin with, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, some some shows I could imagine, like some stuff that was like designed for old people where they talk real slow. Sure. It, like, I could imagine, for the most part, <laughs> listening to NPR shows at double speed, and probably that would be fine. Like Wilford Brimley's pod- podcast, probably. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Oatmeal Today. Yeah. Oatmeal and diabetes. This week in diabetes. Um, what do you think the subject matter of this week in diabetes would be? Just like, oh, mm, let's talk about the cake that we can't eat. Nah, let's eat it anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> Feet you've had removed. Now it's time for a segment called Feet You've Had Removed. Um, I knew this guy, I knew this girl who worked in like a podiatrist's office, and apparently it was pretty grisly. Like a lot of what they had to do was deal with people who were on the verge of having to have their feet removed Oy. from diabetes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you'd have to get one of those scooters to get around on if you were missing your feet. Yeah. Hope I never have to get one of those scooters. I hope I'm never missing my feet. I wouldn't say, say I'm, I'm missing, missing them, Bob. Oh. oh, yeah? Yep. We went straight there. Uh, anyway, I went to a I went to a barbecue uh, party yesterday. A lot of barbecue in the past couple days. Huh. I don't know what that's all about. Did you eat any meat uh, uh, at that barbecue? Yeah, I had a bison burger. Uh, it was good. Yeah. I'd never had one before. I would not have known that it wasn't beef, I don't think. Might not have even been bison. These were some hippies. It might have been soy bison. Bison. It might have been uh, M bison. <laughs> M night bison yelon. 
Uh, Raul Julia. It was the flesh of Raul Julia. That can't be particularly fresh anymore. <clears throat> no, I said flesh. I know, but I'm guessing his flesh isn't very fresh anymore. Mm. Flesh fresh. He's been dead for, for years now. That's true. He will continue to be dead for quite a while, too. Yeah, I don't see that changing. I hope. I don't know, man. I don't want the dead Some... to rise and feast on the living, is what I'm saying. Well, not necessarily feast on the living, right? But what if they what if they rose and just, like, kind of hung out? Like, uh, they didn't yeah. smell bad. When I just growled Julia over for dinner. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will rise to hang with the living. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, uh, a, if that's a horror movie you got there. I've been going to a lot of movies lately. Went and saw Hannah. How was that? Um, you know, it was action-y. It was, was a it thriller. Set in Montana? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember where it was set. Mar- Marrakech? I, I don't know where that is. You know, it was all over the place. It was in the world. Oh, the world. Fuck Eventually that. Berlin. They took trains a lot of places. So somewhere that you wasn't know. America. Yeah, somewhere that isn't America. Therefore, somewhere that I don't care about. Yeah. Kind of tired. I got up early this morning. Went to work. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And I worked for a few hours and then just sort of stared off into space for the rest of the day. Yeah, that, uh... It takes a minimum threshold of sleep for me to get useful work done, and most of the time I don't get it. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm always good for a while. Even if I only get, like, five hours of sleep or so, I'm good for a while first thing in the morning, but I just run out of steam real early. Yeah. Especially when I'm arguing with people in dev. Numbers this. Numbers that. Balance the other. Balance beam. I was prophesied to be the one that would bring balance to the crypt revamp. To beam. But fuck that. It would be neat if you just had a weapon that fired some kind of balance beam. Hmm. Like if I fired into somebody's eye, um, and then criticized the mode in my own when you I could, miss. Uh, oh, sorry guys, there was a mode in my eye. <laughs> you could just walk around looking for people about to fall off of things and be a really specific kind of superhero. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when when we were at the barbecue, I talked about this a little bit on the uh, on the most recent advice hot dog. But we the, all these guys, they're all these just like crazy fitness cult guys, and uh, we played this game that's like volleyball but played with a medicine ball. Oh, uh, so you you stand on either side of the net, and then and you know you you just throw it, and somebody on the other team has to catch it. You don't you don't actually like bump or set or spike. No, because you would break your wrists, right? Yeah, you, you totally would. And uh, man, that game was a son of a bitch to play. Like, I can guess. Most most of the time, you do not like, you don't maintain your footing when you catch the thing. So it's a matter of just like falling in a way that you don't drop it and it doesn't hit the ground. Huh. And then it is just like all you can do to get it over the fucking net or if you're these guys it's just like oh I'm just gonna throw this like a fucking baseball and it's gonna go 30 feet up in the air and then land and kill you super (laughs) tough dudes man Uh, but there were a bunch of girls on uh, both teams so I was not the I was not the weakest link Uh, so uh, you're what you're claiming here is that you're stronger than the average girl 
I don't know about the average girl. I'm stronger, certainly, than some girls. Sure. Some girls are, like, seven years old, right? That's the thing that happens? Uh, every now and again, yeah. I mean, there is a... You are aware of this invention called birth, and on this birth, they show children. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, man. I am all over the place. You might have to carry me. There might only be one set of footprints in the sand of this show. All right. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to drive the subject. What's the subject, Mister Skullhead? What's the subject matter? Whose line is it anyway? The subject doesn't matter at all. Uh, let's jump into. Uh, you want to jump in the Twitter? You want to jump in the forums? Oh, we could. There's a there's a forum. Uh, there's a Twitter post or two. There's not like a whole lot of questions either. Uh, Soren Trigg says though, name some pen and paper RPGs you really enjoyed the concept of. I've taken to reading source books and making characters lately. Uh, boy, I've read a lot of uh, pen and paper RPGs and enjoyed the concept of them. We uh, we enjoyed us some tune back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I think I still have those source books somewhere. It. Uh... <coughs> I don't know, I think I successfully DM'd a couple of rounds of Toon, but I think it needs even more imagination than you or I have. You think? To DM it, yeah. I'm not good at being a DM. I'm not uh, I'm not good at making things up that have any semblance of consistency on, a, on an immediate timescale like that. I kind of think that with my temperament, reading source books for a pen and paper RPG is just always going to be more fun than playing a pen and paper RPG. Right. Imagining these things, imagining what I would do if I were good enough at being a DM to actually play. Maybe with a really, 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 really good DM who... Like, the other thing is I've tended to only play, like, one-offs, so there's not really a lot that you can do with them. Right? You get, like, one or two encounters out of the way, and then it's just like, uh, well, I'm tired, so I just don't get to... I don't get to find out how this story ends. Yeah, that was the only problem with, um... The Deadlands game that we played, or Badlands, or Bob Deadlands, Lands. yeah. That because that was going really well. He was a hell of a DM. He was, but it just like when I feel like when people get tired, the the highly tactical combats tend to just drag on and on and on and on, and those sure. I just don't find particularly interesting after the first. You know, I feel like if you could if you could get them down to like, all right, this combat is going to take ten minutes to resolve, right? If it was just like super fast and loose. You know, if there was if there was a way more abstracted system for resolving that kind of thing that just came down to like, you know, I've made five decisions and ten die rolls and combat has resolved. Uh. Right. And what what combat does is it's like, oh well, you know, we, we killed these goblins. Like we're definitely not gonna get killed by goblins, but what combat does is it makes it so oh man, the ranger got his arm cut, so now we gotta figure out how to deal with that as the story progresses, right? Like right. Like sort of story impediments as opposed to like the main focus of play. And I don't know how you do that, right? I mean, because it's hard to write a set of rules for that kind of thing because, well, so it's not hard to write a set of rules for that kind of thing. It's hard to sell a set of rules for that kind of thing because it's probably like two or three pages long. Right. Right. So I don't know. I wonder how it would be if you just made up a role-playing system, like, on the fly. <laughs> you just have, like, an index card, and you're like, yep, I'm a barbarian, barbarian and I have uh, a battle axe. 
and I chop I like chop dudes up with it. And so it's like, all right, give yourself five points and chopping dudes up with the battle axe, and uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> there was a caveman RPG that seemed kind of fun, huh. where you'd learn you'd learn words. Like one of the things about your character was the words that you knew, but there were only like twenty words in the language or fifteen words in the language, and you were not allowed to speak except in those words. <laughs> And so learning words was part of playing, you know, successfully role-playing character. I don't know how the, uh, I don't know how the DM was supposed to, like, that seems like it'd be fun to play with y'all <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I, I think I actually bought a digital copy of that and printed it out, but it was a neat idea. It is a neat idea. Being a caveman's. I don't really remember how the mechanics of Toon worked. There were a lot of them. I think I it was all D6 based. You roll a lot based. of dice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was all D6 based like Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't, like, I probably wouldn't have ended up playing much of it. Or the uh, the old Star Wars game, which I think both the old Star Wars RPG and Toon were, were designed by Greg Costigan, so it would make sense that they would have some uh, systemic similarities. Sure. That was the RPG that I played the most of, I think, was the original Star Wars RPG. Because there were, like, some guys at the high school that played it, and they let me play sometimes. The Dungeons & Dragons guys didn't like me, but the Star Wars guys... (laughs) Uh, So one of the podcasts I was listening to, they were talking about uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit the other day. Uh And... What is your take on that movie? Does that movie rule, or is that movie just whatever? That movie rules very, very hard, very fairly. That movie rules with an iron fist. I have not seen it since it came out, I don't think. And I remember being fairly bored by it when I was a kid. Yeah, you gotta see it as an adult. Yeah? Because it holds right up. Yeah. Okay. It's got Bob Hoskman's in it, right? Yeah, doing not his native accent, but the accent that fits his face and body. What's his native accent? He's, I think he's British. Mm. But he just looks like he should be, you know, like, oh, this fucking guy, you know. He's fucking Bob Hoskins, yeah? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So he sounds like, he looks like he should sound like Johnny Depp. That was, uh, yeah, or Christopher Walken, if you're... A particularly bad Christopher Walken impressioner. Hmm. Uh, I watched this YouTube video once of this guy trying to teach people to do a Christopher Walken impression. How did I didn't do a, I didn't do a very good job playing along at home. <laughs> I'm Christopher Walken. This is what I sound like. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not good at that he, at all. So he hid that watch... The only place that he could hide it in his ass. See, were you trying to do it badly on purpose, or were you trying to do it well? Sure, I was trying to do it badly on purpose. How'd I do? Uh, terrible. You because it seemed like you were trying to do it right. Ah, okay. You you weren't playing the same game I was playing. I'll file that. You're making me look bad. Let me see. If, let me try again. Let me try again. <clears throat> he hid that uncomfortable lump of metal up his ass. No gook was going to get their hands on his birthright. That was pretty good. 
I'm doing my best. Bad Christopher Walken. I was actually going to try and, and do an Australian Christopher Walken, but uh, I didn't. I'm equally as bad at that. He had that uncomfortable lump of metal. The only place he could is Billabong. <laughs> That's where he hit it. His bonza. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, sorry for the uh, sorry for the low energy level today, no, man. I don't know. Right. I don't know what my deal is. I need sushi and then sleep. Sushi. Maybe you I can sleep a, sleep on a bed of rice. Maybe you need some. Uh, maybe what you need is a slushy and something Ooh. to seep. Mm, yeah, I could pour a slushy onto my pillow and let it seep through as I slept. Exactly. That's what you a, need. A, a sushi slushy. Ooh, good idea. Yeah, salmon and sh- and uh, Italian shaped ice <laughs> with fish with fish juice. <coughs> and you just gotta drizzle a little wasabi on the top. You also gotta shizzle. make wasabi something that can drizzle. Yeah, well, you you mix it up with water. Uh, Beowulf says, "Why can't you sell unwanted familiar hatchlings to Susie at the arena?" Is this a thing? Like people seem like a, a lot of people are asking suddenly what they can do with their all their familiar hatchlings that are piling up is this something yeah that we're concerned about at all oh i don't know are there are some that you just keep getting over and over again that you can't get rid of right like and and because we made it so you could get rid of one kind now everybody expects us to make it so you can get rid of every kind of course wonder what would happen if we spent a month just doing all of the things that people never stop asking us if we're going to do them so let's see. Uh, Finishing the sea. Mm-hmm. Jackass plumber. Yeah. Uh, Batman ascension. That's yeah. the wheels are turning on that shit though. It is. They are. They are. Uh, that's gonna be pretty fun. So I don't want to start working on it until I've got time to actually dedicate to it and not. I don't want to. I don't want that to get tainted by the taint of some other shit that is annoying and. <laughs> angsty I'm doing a terrible job of expressing what I want to express with that but uh, yeah I don't want to do it I don't want to work on it or think about it while I'm in the middle of stuff that I'm actually like past the point that I'm excited about it you know right like I'm pretty much past the point of being excited about this Valhalla revamp um, now, now it's just time to do all the work on it although a lot of the work is done I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's going to work. I think people are going to like it, except for the people who hate it, which are the people who hate everything. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Halfwood says, will we be seeing any plump-a-lumps in the kingdom in the near future? I don't know what a plump-a-lump is. Should I ask Urban Dictionary, or am I scared to? Ooh. Ooh. And that sounds more like a Pokemon than an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <coughs> Blumpkin, I choose you. Welcome, Plumpalump. Fun-filled adventures. Plumpalump.com. Uh, it looks like a website is not defined yet. Oh, making it's a website that's making some duck noises. Yeah, indeed it is. Uh, I don't know what that is, Half Void. So no, no, I what. The things that we have to know about, I tell you. Do you think we have to know about them? I don't know. We could just start ignoring this crap. We could just do an entire show that was us doing Christopher Walken impressions. I still, I have kind of a problem with uh, 
the meme that's just like uh, like a multicolored background with uh, uh, some guy's face in the middle, and it's like a lolcat, only it's not funny. Is that uh, Privilege Man or whatever? Right, but there's a whole bunch of them now. Like, all you need to have a, a meme now is like a picture of a penguin on top of a, an X shape that has two different colors on it, and then you can just put whatever the fuck text you want, and apparently it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable. I'm, I'm, o- I'm okay with the fuck yeah uh, meme, though. I guess. You don't think? I guess. You're like, fuck yeah, accordion. I mean, I'm just if, looking around the. I'm looking around the room. Right. Fuck yeah, Y wing. Uh, fuck yeah, grow a real pine tree. <laughs> that's a that's a thing. Yeah, also fuck not yeah, funny is a severed head. rage face guy. Is there a rage face guy? You know, like the troll face, like you mad internet. Whatever. Hmm. Uh, my only familiarity with Trollface comes from that Trollface launch game on Congregate. Uh, yes. What's Trollface, man? Just the, the, the face of internet trolling, I, I guess. Is it just an image macro that people use? Yeah. See, Do a Google because we don't allow that bullshit Trollface. in our forums, we don't find out about that bullshit. Right. You do because you're constantly uh, beating off to 4chan's. Well, I do because I consider it part of my job to be up to date on what the kids these days are beating off to. Yeah. And how old they are. Yeah, no, I, I know what that face looks like. I just uh, I don't know where it came from. Uh, lots of image macros that just aren't funny. Hmm. Does he say things? He says, fuuuuh. Does he say lo 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 lo? And he says, "You mad?" Why does he want to know if people are mad? Because he's trolling them. Hmm. Oh, also, I want to know what this fo 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 meme is. Uh, it because it was uh, it was uh, referenced on some MMO blog that I read in response to uh, the some goon squad stuff that's going on in Eve Online or whatever. Uh, and you'd be surprised at how uh, how useless a Google search for fo 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 is. Although it does helpfully correct you to something approximating what I guess is the correct number of foes in that. That's good. Yeah, but still, there's a bunch of things about knitting, so I'm like, oh, oh, this is for hipsters, right? But lady hipsters, not boy hipsters, who raise chickens, I guess. Don't. Boy hipsters knit because that's ironic that, you know, society would say that only chicks knit, but I totally knit because I'm a sensitive guy. And I also cook, even though that's a woman's job. Get it? I'm being ironically chauvinistic. No, I'm just being chauvinistic. Oh, okay, good. See, that's how you know I'm not a hipster. Mm. Because my chauvinism and my, uh, my, my, my politics are not ironic. You'd think they would be, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, you know it's that you maybe should reevaluate your political stances when you have to keep saying when discussing them. No, I am totally serious. I actually believe the things that I am saying. Like, yeah, whatever, troll. No, I'm I'm fucking serious. Babies by the way, should be eaten by poor people. You mad? 
You mad internet? Uh, yeah. So Twitter. Yeah, that was the twatter. Uh, we got a forum thread. Uh, Erich says, without telling us the recipes themselves, would you be able to tell us how many amazing ideas there are from the hot shower or even just the raw chance we have of getting them? Uh, it is very uncomplicated, uh, so I'm, I'm sure that some spading is already going on and is zeroing in on a number. And uh, I'm also uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you let you know that you can probably guess how many amazing ideas that there are. Uh, lovely. Shiverwarp says, I thought they pre-recorded these things. I has a confused. See, that's a meme. I know that. Right. That's from a cat Cat laughs. That's a meme from eight years ago. Hel- uh, what, Hilaric cats. Yeah, oh, the Hilaric cats. I love that one. That's that joke, right, where the guy comes in to audition for a vaudeville act, and he smears his wife with shit and peanut butter, and then eats it off of her and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Hilaric cats. The John Larrakats. <laughs> What's John Larrakat up to these days? I don't know. He's he's alive, so he's got that going for him. Yeah. Ever since he stopped Dan Fielding, I, I don't know what. <coughs> no. Oh, you gonna live? No. I'm still battling the bullshit that I had last week. Hmm. So. In it's fact, still like allergy tastic here. It got to be like a hundred degrees, and then it suddenly dropped to like forty degrees again. Huh? It was crazy. Yeah, um, it was so yeah, it, was, it got all pollen-y. Yeah, getting nice yeah. where you are, and you're. Are you going to go skiing? I mean, swimming. Yeah, ski swimming. Swim skiing. You know what I really need to do, and I keep saying this. I'm, I'm sure that there's only like ten bucks on Amazon, or is available on Netflix streaming. I need to watch Top Secret again. Oh, yes, you do. I've not seen it since high school. Maybe I should have a movie night where I watch Top Secret and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I hear if you watch both of those movies at the same time, they totally sync up. They do. But only if you're also playing the entirety of the Allman Brothers album, Eat a Peach. Ooh. And uh, also reading James and the Giant Peach. Right. A one word per minute. Yeah. You don't get very far into it, but it's kind of amazing how it syncs up. Dude. We should do that. We should uh, we should add some content to KOL that is uh, designed to be experienced while listening to a particular album. Yeah. You know, and just have like everything, everything be about. Like, we do like never mind. Everybody's got that album, right? Yeah. And so the first thing people have albums. Yeah. So then, how's it? How does it start? <laughs> I, I never had a never mind. Okay, the first uh, adventure is loading up on guns, oh, and then uh, you have to like bring uh, you get all your familiars to go with you, and, and then I don't know what the third adventure is because I don't know what that lyric is. Right. And okay. then you have to wear a costume because it's fun to pretend. We should do that, dude. Exactly. I still like the idea of making a science fiction game where every mission that you do is just based on uh, episodes of Star Trek, the original series, in sequence. <laughs> see if anybody notices or see if anybody was paying attention when I said I was going to do that what if you could get in trouble for that kind of thing like if they proved that it was similar enough also uh, in between the time that I bought Star Trek The Next Generation on DVD and watched it it has become available on Netflix streaming Right. so yay I still fully intend 
someday to write a short story or a novel that has all of the lyrics to Matchbox 20's push. Just randomly spaced, but in sequence. Hmm. You know, just have a character say, yeah, I don't know if I've ever been good enough. And later somebody says, yeah, I'm a little bit rusty. Bob. It seems like you could do that. Yeah. Bob sunk down to the couch, clutching his head in his hands. I feel my head is caving in. Mm-hmm. It could happen. I also wanted uh, to do a science fiction book where the the navigator on the ship's name was Kenneth, just so at some point the captain could ask him what the frequency was. Mm-hmm. It's more just not this the like compulsive nature of my mind is part of it, but also just to have that reader have the sudden head slap like god damn it he made he named that character specifically so he could make that one dumb joke halfway through the the book. character that i've been in love with yeah for months because kenneth. he's he's so so well characterized and has such a big dick kenneth was just a joke man because this would be a, I mean this would i'm assuming be your sci-fi porn masterpiece well you know i've already i'm like five chapters into my sci-fi porn masterpiece it's weird. You just keep writing for like five or ten minutes and then totally losing interest. Five or you ten know, right. minutes. Yeah. Well. Again, trying to bullshit a bullshitter. Anyway, Shiverwarp, uh, we pre-record the Thursday shows uh, because I computers don't hate don't like me. Computers do hate me. I almost said computers don't hate me. Right. That would have been a fucking lie. Because yeah. boy, do they. Boy, do they ever. Do and they? How? Boy. Do we cheat him? And how? Anika Jew says, Scully, how early in life will you be introducing Ollie to video games? Will you get any of those parents play with kids games to create a bonding experience and give him good memories with both you and of games? Well, like, he's kind of introduced to video games in that one day he he asked to me to play the car game while he watched, and I finally figured out he was talking about Mario Kart. So, like, over the course of an average week, maybe three or four days out of it, we spend an hour with me playing Mario Kart and him kind of holding the extra wheel and pretending to steer. Huh. How long do you think it's going to be before he figures that shit out and wants to wants to steer it himself? I don't know, but I, I think I would let him. Like, he's a decently rounded kid. He spends enough time reading books and playing outside that I wouldn't trip about him playing a video game for an hour. What if he got super into video games and then became morbidly obese? Well, that's the end goal. Like, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm going to buy him a handheld gaming device of any kind. I thought you were going to say, I don't think I'm going to buy him a handheld personal massager. And I'm like, well, he's not a girl. Either, yeah. I'm not, you know, he's not going to have a fucking DS or a DSi or a PSP or an EV3 or any of that shit because he just doesn't need it and I've seen five year olds with that shit and it, it yeah kind of annoys me I like it when you see like a real little kid with an iPad like wow your parents must really love you mm. I mean that's uh, how you know that your parents love you right they spend money on you yeah yeah I mean that's how I knew that your parents loved me right um Bax's land says, uh, yeah, he's talking about how Scully doesn't have as many issues uh, broadcasting as I do. And I think I think you probably do. You just have more patience with it. <laughs> right. 
Anyway, he says, started playing Spiral Knights at your suggestion, Jake. Have to say, it's pretty awesome. You still playing at all? Uh, I haven't in a few days. I, uh, you know, it's weird. I was, I plugged in a uh, game pad that I had laying around to play it with because it's more of like a joystick kind of game. And because that game pad was on the counter, every once in a while I'd walk by the computer and be like, oh yeah, Spiral Knights, I should play that. But then once I put it away, I never see it, and so I never think to play it. I'm bad at finding the time to play uh, video games. Yeah. And, and now lately when I do, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm struggling to find the time to play the games that we assign as homework for Video Games Hot Dog. It's not really homework. It's a terrible name for it. Are you trying to have like a podcast recording every day of the week? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, video games hot dog is just part of the Thursday show. Like, we're taking the just generic shit that we shoot, you know, like, what have you been playing, shooting the shit about video games, and just kind of formalizing that. So it's not taking up any more time. I see. Than the original one was. And it's just making people sad. Although, I don't think it is, actually, because having an hour of really focused KOL Q&A is way more than they normally get. Right. So I feel like the people... I don't know. You know, th- I, I just kind of tried to do this in the past, but had never really had the right structure for it. And, uh, eh, you know, it's going to be okay. Uh, you know, we're we're good at podcasting. We should be doing new things. Not the same old things over and over again, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Every time I hang out with the vaginal blood fart, I say, yeah, we should totally do a podcast, you and me. And then one of us says, yeah, what would it be about? And then we just stop. Well, but I mean, what are ours about? I mean, I guess they're about Kingdom of Loathing. What's What's Vaginal Blood Farts podcast about? You guys could You guys could do a parenting podcast. Yeah, although I think we could cover our philosophies of parenting in the first like episode, half an episode. Yeah, but you take questions and then you make jokes. Uh, you know, mostly about molestation and stuff. I think I've been embarrassed to suggest that we have a parenting podcast because, like, we could say, well, we should just like talk and shoot the shit about whatever. But that's what he does with apropos nothing. Like, we could do an advice thing. Like, ah, that's kind of Jick's kind of got that covered. Oh uh, well, but I mean, dog. people need lots of advice, man. Yeah, that's true. You could do advice for grown-ups. I mean, I, we're kind of doing advice for retarded people because you'd have to be retarded to follow any of it. It's funny. You guys are funny. I'm I'm enjoying listening to it. I, I don't get to hear much out of the pretentious artist. He's not a guy who talks. Yeah. So, making him talk is a thing you should be proud of. He's been pushing for this. I mean, the show was his idea, and he's been pushing for it since Arkenstock. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I think it was watching the people doing the Radio KOL broadcast from Arkenstock got him thinking about it. He was like, we need to do an advice show. We need to do an advice show. Did, did he want to do it in a room where there was some woman on a bed being whipped by a dude wearing a doublet? Yeah, and yeah, and then she's lactating onto uh, the floor, which, don't worry, don't worry, uh, she's not going to damage the carpet because it was already totally soaked in urine and feces right. before any of that milk got there. I don't, I don't know if the carpet in the main rooms were, it was just the, the carpet in the bathroom, which, you know, there's your trouble. Well, you know, there are people who say that... Uh, and they are and right. uh, you know what? Just because this is the kind of stuff they love it when we talk about. I like having carpet in the bathroom, and if you are not filthy, carpet in the bathroom is just not a fucking problem. Carpet gets dirty and gross, like in the middle of a room, like a bedroom. And you're in the bathroom, like you get out of the shower, and you're wet, 
Right. right. So car- the carpet in the bathroom, you step on it when you are the cleanest you ever are. And the wettest you ever are in your house. But, but not really. Uh, I mean, yeah. you do you not do you do you jump out of the shower before you dry yourself off? I get out of the shower and stand on the bath mat and dry myself off, yeah. Okay, so why couldn't you put a bath mat on some carpet? Because that would be retarded. Because having carpet in your bathroom is retarded. Because right. if you were a guy and you pee standing up, odds are on occasion you're going to piss on the floor. Right, and, you you're know... You're going to have the post-sex, you know, fork in your stream or whatever, or it's going to be late at night and you're drunk. You're going to end up pissing on that floor. Right, that's going to happen, and and Mr. Skullhead, everything is going to be okay. And the carpet's going to soak that right up. And nothing will ever happen as a result of that. Except maybe ten years later, when you're pulling up the carpet, you're like, wow, this carpet is kind of yellowed around the toilet. That's gross. Yeah. It would be better if I had put some sort of non-porous floor covering in here. I guess. Do you never have your... It's better for slipping and breaking your neck. I might tile is not slippery really i had carpet in the bathrooms here for years and i was totally fine with it and it was replaced with tiles because the other person who lived here was like oh my carpet in the bathroom is grout you know and i was like well you know it was fine one thing about tile around the toilet is you see every little puddle of piss that's dribbled there because it gets all shiny then you can clean it up or have your maids clean it up I'm just saying, man. Nothing wrong with carpet in the bathroom. There so it's, is. When, when you're getting ready to get into the shower, you're stepping on it, and then you're the dirtiest you've ever been. Dude, whatever. Yeah. Wash your feet before that you got... Plus, also, you got to start peeing in the sink, man. That's the way to not get pee around the toilet, is to pee in the sink. Gotcha. It's at a level where there's no splashing. It conserves water, which, you know, we it, that's the most important thing. Yeah, you don't want to... You don't want to understate that at all. We're in we're in, in a, we're at a critical juncture in the evolution of our planet. We are almost out of water, Mr. Skullhead. It's true. I think that's because of my son, actually, because he likes to just go and play with the water in the bathroom sink. He's like a cat. Yeah. And then he pees. Does he also pee in a sand box? He probably has. You know, he's still in. Diapers. He just no. He just pees on the carpet. I'll have you know, Mr. Skullhead, that while I was at your house, I peed all over all of your carpets. All the time. I never once used a toilet. Anytime I had to pee, I just found a room that was carpeted and peed on the carpet. And you never noticed, and you still haven't. Yeah, because the the only rooms that have carpet on them are in the basement, and the there's enough cat pee smell coming from the middle of the basement where the cat boxes are that you, you don't smell human pee at all. Yep. Well, I mean, that's what you do. When you have carpet in the bathroom, you just have enough cat's pee in there that you never notice the human pee. I can't imagine anybody having carpet in a bathroom on purpose. I just can't. Especially somebody who's been to Arkansas. Have you never had your toilet back up? I never did, no. Huh. I mean, like, every once in a while it would start, and then I you grab the plunger that you have next to every toilet in your house if you're a grown-ass man and can afford two plungers, which you totally can, and then you plunge the toilet, and it doesn't overflow. Yeah, like, I haven't had a toilet overflow in this place, but... Yeah, I, I mean, so, so... Somebody who, who craps as big as you... Well, I do, I do crap pretty large. You know, I live large, and I crap large. Yep. Um, you know, no, I just never had a toilet overflow, because, like, if you're paying attention, you never have a toilet overflow, right? 
unless there's like some really really serious malfunction and and it's like you know there just never has been and i you know and you're the only person who uses your toilets you telling you the magic powers of you who are an expert on toilets you're the only person who ever uses them in your house well i don't allow someone to use my toilets if i don't trust them enough to to let them use my plunger right so is there like a written exam or is it more of a a practical <clears throat> what I do is I take a massive dump and I say alright sink or swim and I flush the toilet and I just run as far away as I can yeah. and when I come back if the carpet's wet I, uh, I break up with that person <laughs> or kick them out of the house or whatever excellent yeah I mean you know they're gonna have to learn to deal with those massive dumps one way or another yeah yeah, you know, I, like, I get how if you think about having carpet in a bathroom, it's gross. But in practice, it's just not that big of a fucking deal. And I miss the carpet. Every time I get up and it's like, ah, Jesus Christ, that floor is cold. I'm like, man, I liked it more when there was carpet in here. Like, every Jesus time I start Christ, to, like, slide. Cool. Every time I get out of the shower and I, like, start to slip and have to catch myself and, like, wrench my back or something, I'm like, ah, I liked it better when there was carpet in here. Now you're like, Jesus Christ, that floor is cold. I wish that I could be walking on every tiny bit of bacteria that's ever been on that floor. Mm-hmm. I know you just hate carpet in general. I do. A lot I, of people, like, a lot of people hate carpet in general, and I, I'm just like, you know what? Do you, I, I, I don't hate carpet. Do you close the lid of the toilet before you flush it? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that's like. I don't actually believe in my reasons for doing that. It's just it's just a habit that I got into. Yeah, and, it, you know, I mean, what I figure is that's also the most equitable way to deal with, like, a man and a woman sharing the same toilet is both people have to do a bunch of fucking work. Right. Right? Because, like, fuck if I'm going to put the seat down. She can raise the lid up. That's what I say. Right. But then if you close it to flesh, then you, you're not closing it because some bitch wants you to close it. You're yeah, I'm clo- well, I'm closing it because, you know, 20 years ago, I read something about how, oh, man, you get so much poop bits on your toothbrush if you don't close the lid when you flush. Right. Which, I mean, I don't know if I believe that that's a real thing. Sure. I mean, I also, you know, I'm also just not sure that anything would go wrong if once a month you ate a teaspoonful of your own shit. You know, I'm, sure I'm that sure that like, would go right. as it, if a population <laughs> did that, they would probably get sick. But, but like, you know, there would be instances of it. But, like, it just, I don't know, man. Like, cleanliness, I know it's next to godliness and all. But, like, I feel like if you just relax about shit like that, your life is just way easier. And, you know, you're not actually filthy. Nobody ever complains. And you never, like, get sick. You should never use soap when you shower. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not, like, evangelizing this point of view. I'm just no, saying that, like, it. it's okay for me yeah. to not mind having carpet in the bathroom. And it's like, I, you know, that doesn't make me filthy and disgusting, right? No, it Having carpet the, in the bathroom, like, it, doesn't it is a thing that can be disgusting. made worse if you are filthy and disgusting, right? Like, if your toilet backs up and you don't do anything about it, wow, that carpet is fucking gross. But if you take care of it, just like everything, I mean, just like if you spill milk on your carpet and don't clean it up, it's going to get fucking disgusting, right? But, like, that's just a general cleanliness thing. It's not the carpet's fault. It Well, you know, you're in a room where you go to put things that your body has rejected from you. 
and you're putting a covering on the floor that's just gonna collect it. I don't know. I've never, never liked carpet as a grown up at all. I hate walking across it in my bare feet. I hate that no matter how much you vacuum it or whatever, it just is never, ever clean and just gets steadily grosser until you finally rip it out and put in some fucking wood like a grown man. Nothing is ever clean. Like, no matter how much you clean a wood floor, it's never clean. No matter how much you sweep a wood floor, you wood floor to the point where it's it doesn't feel filthy to walk on, and you can't with carpet. Carpet is just fucking disgusting and exists to collect shit. It doesn't feel. And why you would put it in the filthiest room in your house is bizarre to me. Uh, You know, uh, like I get. I get that you know we're 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 instinctually and evolutionarily inclined to like disregard our uh, our, our waste products, but like you celebrate you know, them, yeah. I don't think of the bathroom as being a place that is really filthy, right? I mean, it's just like well, there's a toilet over there, and the toilet is where I pee, uh, you know, and then I flush it, and then the pee is gone, and, and then you know over there's the sink where I wash my hands, over there's the shower where I clean my body. Here's a bathtub. A bathtub is not like, you know, that does a bathtub scream filth, filth, filth. No, it screams pampering and relaxation. That's what a bathtub screams. That's why you have those scented candles in there. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, I will happily take a bath with some fucking candles. Really? That's where you choose to relax. That's where you choose to relax is you get into the receptacle in your bathroom that is designed to collect all of your filth over weeks and months and years and decades if and that's where you're, you're going to lay my, down and take a little relaxing nap if there were carpet in my bathtub I would never take a bath in there but mm. you know would it, would it, if there were carpet so in, your bath, in your bathtub would it match the drapes it probably I don't know why there are drapes in my bathroom probably because there's a fucking window in my bathroom <sighs> that's one thing about like I like old houses and I you know I, I dig the, the hardwood and all that shit but the, the fact that every old house in Minnesota just has windows in the motherfucking bathroom because that's what they did instead of having a vent. Huh. Is it, it, theoretically, you're going to open this window that's in the middle of your shower when you're taking a crap so that does, it doesn't smell, you know? I don't think that I've ever lived in a house that didn't have a window in the bathroom. Like in the middle of the shower. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, sorry, sure, that's, like, more common, I guess. My bathroom has big windows, uh, but, you know, they're on the second story, and, so, yeah. like, they're blinds, right? So you can't, you know. And I'm talking about, like, the... Just a big gla- glass pane. Well, yeah, like, an actual window like you would have, say, in your bedroom. Just I mean, I can see a house, house predates uh, showers being common. You're yeah. not normally, like, standing up naked in this but and, and also I mean how much time do you spend looking into other people's windows right like maybe it's just like not supposed to be a big deal and maybe if you are you know it's like ah, a kid wants to look at your naked wife touch himself whatever oh, sure that's fine but it I you don't want to look a, at you because that's yeah, gay well I felt a brief surge of pity for anybody who sees me in the shower because if it's a woman she's never going to be satisfied by another man ever again right and if it's a dude he's going to be instantly turned gay and that's going to be a, like a major life change for him and that would be pretty awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I guess. I guess. I, I would rather have a window and have to put shades in front of it than not have a window, though, I think. Like, being able to open the window to get rid of, like, 
shower steam is pretty critical. Well, the thing is, in my being able to effectively use a bathroom. The thing is, you can't open the window because it's a wooden window and it's in the middle of the shower. So after the first like thirty or forty years, that thing just doesn't move anymore. Well, maybe if you don't do a good job of taking care of your house. It's it's when I got there. That shit had been painted shut for years because it just stops opening, right? It just the wood kind of fuses. So what you have instead? Wait, so like, your contention is that they painted the window shut because it wouldn't open? Yes. Okay. What? I'm not. I'm not sure that causality works that way. Well, the, they couldn't get the window open for long enough that the next time they needed to paint it, they just painted it with it shut. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're giving me. You break it with your elbow, replace it with a smaller window inside the frame of the previous window. What you do is you put a fucking fan in the bathroom, like a, you know, a vent fan. That's what you do, and that's why you don't need a a window. You know, I don't believe that vent fans in bathrooms actually do anything. That's where you're mistaken. They don't get rid of steam from the shower. If they're I mean, I guess they they slightly more quickly get rid of shit stank, but... Incredibly Not more nearly as effectively as having like a tea light burning. Like if you take a shit in my bathroom and you close the door on the way out, and somebody comes two hours later and opens the door, that that smell's going to be there still. Well, if, right, because I didn't flush. Right, because you didn't want to back up the toilet onto my carpet. But well, it also didn't. It didn't matter if I flushed or not because I just shit on top of the toilet lid. Right. Just to tell me that I shouldn't. Uh, be, yeah. Be Don't it you install some fucking carpets? Yeah. That's what that message was. Hey, you want to take a little musical interlude before sure. somebody accuses me of being belligerent again? Yeah. Back in a bit. And we're back. Hey, what's up, man? You know what's really good for uh, if your nose is kind of clogged, your sinuses are weird, and your lungs are all icky? Smoke, smoke, a, smoke a hookah, yeah. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. <sighs> For the past um, yeah, so week. it turns out plumpalumps is a word that I made up yesterday. Oh, okay. Sure. So, you know. You made it up uh, yesterday and there's already a uh, website for it? I don't think I'm I don't think that was about the same thing. Huh. It didn't have anything to do with birds and bubbles, which seemed to be what was going on on that website. Yeah, some uh, Yeah. I don't understand it. Bird bubbles. Uh, Baxisland went on to say, Also, you seemed really sad during last week's Thursday show. Sorry you were so tired. That was pretty interesting listening, though, at least for me. Fast deprivation like that. Yeah, I was also kind of drunk. Uh, we just had to do it super late because it was like the first week of getting into that schedule. Uh, it'll be better tomorrow. No, Wednesday? Hey, tomorrow I don't have to record any podcasts. Nice. It'll be great. Me neither. Yeah, last, uh, like, last Monday's show was kind of uh, like you started out really depressed and it took a long time for the light to break through. Oh yeah, was that last Monday? I think so. When I realized yesterday that it was time to do another Monday show the next day, you know, the day after yesterday, like that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and right. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. The prequel. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I was, was like, wow, I can't believe it's been a week since that. Yep. I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'm I'm running at about seventy five percent because of these allergies. So yeah. uh, it's easy for me to get uh, easy for me to get a little draggled, be draggled. Look what the cat be draggled in. Uh, Psyche says, how can we never hear from the Multizar on these shows? Is he a real person? Admit it. The Multizar is just one of you guys with a Groucho Marx fake nose on. Actually, Multizar is like uh, one of those robot people from that Bruce Willis movie. Um, he's a, uh, he's a Hudson Hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, how do you feel about that joke, that category of joke, where you, you uh, say, oh, you know, like that one thing, and then you say something that is clearly the wrong thing but obeys the shares the properties that you mentioned, you know? Oh, I like that quite a lot. I wonder if that's going to keep being funny or if that's going to be a if that's going to be a, a a kind of funny that gets dated in a hurry. Huh. Do you think so? I don't know. <coughs> I really don't. Um you know, there's nothing like spending too much time thinking about the ways in which things are funny to just cripple you. <laughs> yeah. Today I'm going to read nothing but game design and uh, treatises on humor. That's what we got to do, man. That's the cro- that's the cross we bear. Yeah. By the way, Jick, says Psyche also, uh, I looked up that whole hieroglyphic cock and balls thing for you. Quote, the mysterious inscription accompanying each phallus has recently been interpreted by scholars as Wienor's lol, although the significance of this phrase is still unknown. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Doctor writes a long question, which I'll read. Why not? Jack and Scully, I would love to see more challenge fights in the game. I understand that they're hard to design, but maybe they need to be looked at in a different way. Instead of beefing up the monster, limit the player a whole bunch. A while back when the Juju Mask first came out, I was starting to do three-day softcore no-path runs and had to kill the tower monster to make it to Valhalla that day. The forum thread I consulted said I needed around 100% extra spell damage, a 60-pound potato, and a mariachi chihuahua in the Crown of Thrones. I had none of those things except the spell damage at 200%. Traded in some game grid tokens for finger cuffs to fend off the attacks, and on round 30, Sauce Geyser that bastard into oblivion. It was the most exciting thing I have ever done in an ascension, especially because the first time I lost because of the limit... No, especially because the first time I lost because of the limit to the number of rounds. Okay. Uh, maybe de-level everybody to 5 instead of 15. Maybe unequip everything they're wearing that has more than 100 power. Have the boss swat away their familiar and make my trusty mosquito take its place. Have me automatically killed if I don't win in 10 rounds. Make it so I can only win the fight 50% of the time if I'm playing optimally. It would be so awesome. Uh, I don't know about that 50% of the time if you're playing optimally. I think that having it come down to what is effectively a coin flip is not fun. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I feel like the first time we ever tried to make a challenging fight, which was the sorceress fight, we did more or less the same things that you're you're saying here, right? Like, you de-level... Well, did, did, she didn't de-level you so much as she scaled to you. Um... But yeah, getting rid of your buffs and stuff. I mean, that's the problem, right? Like, we have to do shit like that if we want to make boss fights even a little bit interesting. Um, and it's cumbersome, right? Like, you, like if there's a monster that dispels all of your buffs, like, I don't want to code up some mechanism for making your buffs, like, get stored and come back to you after the fight or whatever, because that's lame. Uh, but then it's like, well, if you've got a lot of buffs on and you're in Aftercore and farming and stuff, you're just not going to want to do it. Right. Um... But yeah, I don't know. You know, we, we've got... <coughs> oh, we've got <coughs> saliva in our windpipes. <clears throat> you know what we should do is just make a whole zone that's that's that challenge thing. You know, like, 
people have a pretty easy time getting plus item drop, right? So the people who really want to max that out will make it so that when they max it out, it's the same as, like, a base item drop. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it takes an extra adventure per turn even there, right? Like, a huge challenge like that that you can mitigate with various tricks that you'll learn in the zone. Like, I think people Mm -hmm. would eat that shit up. I think we should do that. I think they would love it. I think that would be the most popular thing we ever did. Yep. You know, it, it is neat that these systems are complicated enough to give you those sort of emergent, thrilling moments from, like, really pulling something off just in the nick of time. But it is it is difficult to engineer that feeling. Yeah. Right? I think having having the sort of, like, simulation aspects of the game be complicated enough that those things can come up is the only way to really do it. Um and, you know, that creates its own whole set of problems where it turns every turn of the game into, like, a turn of civilization where there's so much shit going on in the background that you have to keep track of if you want to play it optimally that it's, like, not fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. You know, like, I like the idea of... We, we have more ideas for ways to make boss fights interesting and challenging than we do opportunities to introduce interesting and challenging boss fights and because we think of that as being like a clan dungeon kind of thing and we sort of have a hard time getting our, our seed is having a hard time finding purchase in the uh, in the fertile ground of, of the clan dungeon right maybe if it was a podcast I would do like 10 of them maybe we could do a podcast dungeon oh yeah for every fight you just have to listen to two hours of like a history lecture yeah, it could be like Lord of the Rings online. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, I, I don't have any idea if the gameplay actually suffers from that lore uh, focus, but yeah. I, 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 wait, I do. I've played it, and it doesn't. I've never done any of their uh, multiplayer content, though. So I don't know. Maybe the maybe the the raids and the instances, the dungeons that they have, are actually just you know. Oh, sorry. Now you get to listen to the song of Loth Lilith. Loth yeah. Yeah, Loth Lilithleth, who failed down the river Methithal. Um, times. <laughs> uh, Foggy says, what are your thoughts on the use of karma in games? For example, Fallout 3 and Red Dead Redemption. And is that something that could potentially find its way into KOL? Um, so, the, I mean, the way Fallout 3 does it is that there's, like, you know, this giant open world. And if you, like, steal shit, you lose karma. And if you help people, you gain karma. And if you kill bad guys, you get karma. And if you kill good guys, you lose karma. And then there's, like just sort of different factions that will respond to you differently based on how you uh, how you do it. I think, I'm, you know, for whatever reason, I feel like in a multiplayer game, um, things where you, like, lock yourself out of content by playing in a certain way are not as fun as they are in a single player when you know, even though most people may not actually do it, you always know well, I'll play, I'll play through this again and I'll be a bad guy so that I'll get to see it all, right? But for some reason when you're really invested in a character and you're going to keep playing the character for years and years potentially, you don't want to do stuff like that, I think. Right. Uh, um, you know, like... Uh, you know, I could see doing it in the context of a clan dungeon, something that you were doing over and over again, or like maybe a once per ascension decision to like help one of two guys. And then, you know, you can only do one of them 
Uh, you know, I mean, there, there's the, you know, what moon sign do you want to be born under? So that that locks you out of content on an ascension basis. So nobody ever like complains about not being able to see all of those things at the same time, except the like super diehard non ascenders, I guess. But there are like none of those left. There are a couple. Yeah, they're not very vocal. They don't really ever complain about anything anywhere that I can see it or hear it. I think Maybe because I, just I know it would be like, bitch, please. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, it's it, it kind of is not interesting to me in video games that I play because it might as well not exist because I I don't ever want to see those red notes pop up that I've lost karma. So like whenever I've played the Fallout games, if I do something that makes me lose karma, I will reload a game and not do that uh-huh. because I want to be a good guy. Like, I think it's because I'm role playing, right? I am such an asshole. I am so I am so just like selfish and opportunistic and such a prick in the real world that the only way that I sort of get my, my get my good guy jollies, you know, I get my uh, I get my good Samaritan rocks off is by pretending to be a good guy in a video game. Yeah, it's kind of like I constantly go around shooting people with a backpack full of weapons. Mm-hmm. So when I play video games, I just can't play first-person shooters. Right, right. You want to play games? You want to play games about you know giving hand jobs to the homeless? Exactly. And, huh, huh, honey. Red Dead Redemption. I don't know. Uh, I was so bad at the just basic operations of moving around in that world that I never actually got to experience the game. I just, I ran out of patience trying to do fucking anything while riding a horse. (laughs) Which is like, you know, 90% of the game, you're on a goddamn horse. And Jesus Christ. You know, riding a horse real adeptly is a thing that takes a lot of skill in the real world. It does. And, uh, yeah, I'm not willing to play a simulator of that kind of skill. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was awful. I was like, wow, this game seems really cool. There's so much going on. There's so much you can do. It's like all GTA. And I guess it was hard to learn to drive in GTA, and I got past it. Yeah. But you know what I never learned how to do, really, was the things, the shit in GTA where you would, like, shoot while you were driving? Because that is too much shit going on at once. Right. Like, I'm lucky if I can shoot while I'm moving. I'm lucky if I can shoot up while I'm chewing gum. I've come here to shoot up and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of heroin. Yeah, I'm all out of smack. I've come here to shoot smack and smack you down, and I'm all out of smack. So uh, I guess I'll see you guys later. Right. I really like that Air Supply song, I'm All Out of Smack. Uh-huh. It's good stuff. <clears throat> I'm yeah. all out of smack. I guess I go better better go steal some money from my mom's purse. Exactly. I, I guess I go better. I guess I go better than people who don't. I, I think now I'm going to be playing mentally every song I know that has the word love in it and substituting the word smack, and I think a lot of them are going to be improved. Love like, my bitch. Uh, perfect. That's the opposite. I mean, I would do anything for smack. Makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. 50 ways to smack your lover. <laughs> right, exactly. No, no, that's leave. Shut up. 50 ways to love your lover. Wow. 50 ways to leave your smacker. Exactly. You know, like, you, you know, you, you put on some, put on some lipstick, dipstick. Uh, just, just give it a kiss, Chris. Um, yeah. Make out with the wall, Paul. 
Because leaving your smacker is clearly like leaving a, a lip print on on something. Right. right. That's what you know. Ah, oh, she sent me a letter and she left her smacker on it. Try some lip gloss, Hoss. Yeah. I like calling people um, Hoss. Eat some blueberries first, uh, Fred Durst. <laughs> I wonder if Fred Durst could eat so many blueberries that he would die. I wish that he would try, at least. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. I saw Fred Durst on uh, on this Tom Green show, and he was either, like, crazy or he was pretending to be crazy. Like, he's either like, super burnt out and looks like he's 60, uh, or else he was just kind of playing a character. He has that... Uh, I saw a picture of him with a full beard, and he just yeah. looks like somebody's uncle. Like, somebody's burned-out Vietnam vet uncle. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's uncle who was born on or near the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. I never watched that movie. Nor have I, really. It, it was rated R, and it came out before 1994, so I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, right. And it didn't have any boobs in it, so it wasn't worth sneaking. Yeah, it wasn't like I was going like, to go to the video store and see, like, sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama on one shelf and born on the 4th of July on the other shelf and go for the latter right <laughs> did you that was a movie that they had at the local video store did you watch it sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama i did i did there i think i didn't man. see that until later on uh, usa up all night there's a scene where uh the girls paddle each other because they're in a sorority i uh that's a and then they all get in a shower and shower together. So that's know. what they do in a sorority. Right? Did they? Did, was there nudity in that movie? Yeah, tons. Well, it's too bad you were already done beating off by the time they got in that shower. I know, right? I'm not saying there's something wrong with me, uh-huh. but uh, I ain't messing with no broke niggas. Yeah, I was trying to figure out a thing that rhymed with that. Yeah, I'm not saying there's something wrong with me, but I ain't messing with no normalcy. Well, that's good. That would rhyme, I'll kind of. Close enough. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a I'm not saying I'm a sex pervert, but I ain't beaten off to some, to no normal porn. Yeah, that's no good. You know, normal porn like with where a lady is uh, standing on top of a, a bale of legal marijuana. Hmm. She's fully clothed, and I mean, she's really just a normal member of the community. You know, she's a real girl. She doesn't conform to these ridiculous fake beauty standards. She's a real doll. Yeah, she's a Lars and the real doll. She's a real nowhere man. <clears throat> she's um, a brick house. She's a real humdinger. She's the bee's knees. Uh, she's a real in- wild child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of anything. She's a real cannonball. Mm-hmm. A real cuckoo. <coughs> that, that one. Whoa. Uh... Is love and other drugs a sign? Because smack and other drugs is, would be a good... Is it a sign? Is it a yeah, sign? It's a sign from God. It's a sign on a movie marquee. Because that was a movie that came out a while ago. Oh, good. Okay. Can you do that with movies, too? Smack, actually? Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Punch drunk smack? Down with smack. Yeah. Uh, to Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Smack Julie Newmar. <laughs> <laughs> Smack is the drug and I need to score. <clears throat> um, 
Fred Levi says, lots of RPGs have money-throwing attacks. What if KOL had one? What kind would you make it? One that is always useless no matter how much you throw, or one that does a ridiculous amount of damage for a ridiculous amount of currency? Meat sink. The trouble is, it's so easy to do so much damage in this game. You know, see, that could be a challenging boss fight. A boss that you can only fight by dealing a million dollars worth of meat to it. Yeah, not a million meat. A million dollars worth of meat at the going rate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying. That's going to take a while. It is. You better get to farming. And you have to keep having somebody send you meat because it takes more than the integer limit. Right. Yeah, that's pretty rough. If you're truly a yeah. hardcore player of our game, you will do it, though. People have talked about uh, making a meat sink, which is like a kitchen sink that you pour meat onto people and it does it. And, you know, I think if three or four people give us the same idea, the same pun, it's probably not a pun that we want to make, right? You don't think? Because it's going to be super obvious, right? I don't know. Maybe three people are really clever. Maybe three people can't be wrong. I mean, we've done a lot of we've done a lot of what I feel are fairly obvious puns, or maybe they're just obvious in retrospect because we're such geniuses. That's right. It's we create things that are so intuitive and but original that it makes it seem like they've always existed. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like us. Uh, hey, radio bugbear questions. Hey, look at that. Linguini that says. Why isn't the donate link in Mr. Store? Uh, you know, I read that, and then I was like, hey, why isn't the donate link in Mr. Store? So I put a donate link in Mr. Store. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we'll see. It only shows up if you don't have any Mr. Accessories, because I figure if you have Mr. Accessories, you know what the fuck. Uh, Evangion Q says, can you add a chat effect, speak with gnomes, which occasionally adds a G in front of your ends? Uh, no. No, buddy. You can, you can yourself. You can do it. Yeah, the thing is, the rules. You, you people always act like we just randomly put G's in front of N's, but there are really, there are rules that would be so difficult to codify that just, just that code would be larger than the entire code base of KOL if we were going to do it accurately. Yeah, and you know, if you're not going to do something right, especially when it comes to a linguistics joke, you, you shouldn't do it at all. Yeah, I didn't take all the time getting that language codified and 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 kerned just to throw it into some chat effect. Codified and kerned? Kerned, yes, because it's also a font. Okay. Uh, also, he says, can you add an option to automatically set the width of the left and right panes to desired size upon login? You know, it would be nice if it remembered that. Um... But no, I don't think so. We'd have to kind of recode the whole interface to not use frames if we were going to do that. And that Although apparently... Great. Say what? And that would be awesome. You, yeah? Is that what you want? Well, I have this feeling that... And you disagree. Or maybe you don't disagree, but you don't think it's important. That somebody who goes to look at our game for the first time goes, Oh, wow, this is a game I never heard of. I wonder if it's any good. And it loads up and they go, Oh, what the fuck is this? 2003? When they see well, the I mean, it's more like 1998, right. I think. I While I agree, while I agree that there are probably people who are turned off by the fact that it uses frames, I, I'm not positive that we're losing people who would have stuck around and become valued members of the community or paying customers if, if something like that is going to be enough to drive them away, right? Like, if you are that concerned about the quality of the web 
programming, the web design, why would the art not drive you away? Well, because you like stick figures and you like the fact that the art is primitive, but like this doesn't look like any website I've been to ever. What's the deal? Mm-hmm. It's something you could you would see it immediately as soon as you load up a page, right? Yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible, and I was talking to C.D. Moyer about this today, it is entirely possible that we could redo game.php to not use frames and have it still, like, what I didn't want was to have to spend a whole bunch of time recreating the functionality of frames in a non-framed page in a way that was not going to be consistent across browsers and that was just strictly inferior to frames in every way. Right. I mean, but like that's the world we live in, right? I mean, but that's the thing, right? We also live in a world where you know, do we should we should we put in a EULA? Because we live in a world where games have fucking EULAs. But like, no, that's not the world. That's like I'm I'm living in the world that I'm making, right? And the world sure. that I'm making doesn't have any fucking EULAs, even though you know we're maybe we get sued someday and go out of business. You know, all of the shit, all of the hand wringing that we went through about like, now guys, we really need to get. There's kids that play this game. We really need to come into compliance with all of this stuff. And I just I remember thinking, you know, every one of these gets struck down. This is never going to amount to anything. I don't want. Like, I don't want to have to make up some bullshit privacy policy that we're actually going to be beholden to if it ever comes down to it and say, oh, here's our privacy policy. Now we have a privacy policy. So what the fuck is a privacy policy? (laughs) That's a policy that dictates what we do with privacy. Why do we need that? Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing that you need on, you know, so like, (sighs) whatever. I mean, that, that's the thing, right? Like, and, and granted, I, I am curmudgeonly about this kind of stuff because I think that a lot, of the, a lot of the improvements that have been made in the way that we do day-to-day things that we do online are not so much improvements as just changes for the sake of changes, right? There's this tendency towards feature creep that just makes it so you can use a browser for a while and then like three or four versions in, it just starts to fucking suck. In New Orleans gets... And then you have to switch to whatever the new, simple, straightforward thing is. Right. Right, and everything everything kind of goes in waves like that. And I, you know, I mean, so I was talking to C.D. Moyer about this today, and apparently there are, like, JavaScript libraries, which, you know, so say what you will, but, like, the character pane loads some code that is, like, you know, a few hundred bytes, Right. And it's fast, and we don't have to pay a lot for the bandwidth. We could get rid of frames. We could put the character pane in an enclosure that was resizable, probably in all browsers, and it wouldn't be a huge pain in the ass to write that code. And we can do that in only 14K of JavaScript. It's already been written, so we don't have to write 14K of JavaScript code. But, like, it's like, okay, okay. You know, like... The reason why computers and internet connections keep getting faster, but web pages keep taking longer and longer to load is because of shit like that, right? It's because the stuff that I care about is hidden behind all of this bloaty shit that, uh, you know, is just prone to doing shit that you don't know about. It's prone to crashing browsers in ways that don't make any sense. Like, And all of these things, I'm sure, can be addressed one at a time by the various evangelists of these various technologies, right? And, you know, maybe I ought to just fucking do it. Maybe I should just say, Chris, take a day, 
try to reimagine KOL's main interface without frames using your crazy magic because if it's if it's that easy, you know, then you should be able to you should be able to whip something up in a day and make a believer out of me. Right? And then if the blind can still use it, then that's a win. You know, if you can still if you can still make the text bigger if you're reading it on a, you know, a screen that you're sitting further away from, like it just there are a lot of things there are a lot of functionalities that an extremely simple approach to these things allow that a very tightly controlled, slick-looking approach don't allow. Sure. And I don't know. You, you know, I mean, though that so that's the... Your argument is entirely valid, but it is one that you've already lost. Like, the, the entirety of the internet has moved on from Frank. I mean, that does not mean that there is anything wrong with them, right? Like, Except I, I, that nobody uses them anymore. Okay, but th that doesn't make it so there's anything wrong with them. What's wrong with them is that when people see them, they go, uh, why don't they have, like, a modern website like I'm used to looking at? So I, I have personally seen that feedback given to us exactly once. Right. That guy was like, hey, I got my friend to play this game and write up some feedback. And it was like, so his feedback was this site shouldn't use frames. Also, you should have infinite adventures because why would you why would you limit the number of adventures that there are? I mean, I understand. So I understand. One you piece see of it. good advice. What? <laughs> and one piece of bad advice. <laughs> I, mean, I know, like, I'm, I'm not the guy who knows about web design. I'm not the guy who would have to divert my attention from something else to this. And, you know, I'm not going to keep saying, dude, we should fucking get rid of these frames. But if asked to express an opinion, that's mine. Right. I mean, but, but that's the thing. What you're telling me is that you want a bunch of resources to be diverted so that we can reconstruct a perfectly acceptable technology with an inferior, less reliable version of the exact same functionality because that's what everybody else is doing. And I, I just, I have a really hard time, I have a really hard time signing a check for that. You know? I'm not saying that and, I want you to do it either. I'm not uh, saying that I'm Sure, should. but I mean, you kind of are, I'm right? Making, and, I'm and making it's, an observation. I, I'm not, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, right? I'm Like, right. It, 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 it is a thing that makes me sad, right? It's like, how much... How much time do we devote to the game versus the time that we devote to, like, the box that the game comes in, right? And it's probably, you know, someday when this is all over, we're going to look back and I am going to spend the rest of my life just ashamed of myself for misallocating these resources now while I have the chance to do something because of whatever hindsight comes up. And maybe this is the kind of thing I'll think. Maybe I'll think, man, you know, if we had just, like, if we had just redone the whole thing using a real slick Ajax thing and just dealt with it, you know, like I could have just hired somebody else to deal with all of the bug fixes and stuff that came about as a result of like there being an interface that I no longer knew how it worked. Sure. You know, I, I, and maybe maybe that's what I should do. Maybe I will look back and think that that's what I should have done. But like right now, right now it has got it has gotten to the point where about half the time if something breaks, I can't fix it because. C.D. Moyer does stuff with newer technologies that I don't understand. And I could spend a lot of time learning them, I guess. 
Yeah, right? but your, but your job right you now know, is to have a guy who knows how to do that shit, right? Right, and 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 so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe maybe this will maybe this will have been the problem the entire time, right? Like maybe we have the wrong proportion of idea guys versus implementation guys, mm-hmm. and maybe we have had the entire time, right? I mean, maybe, yeah. I just I just don't know. No, I I think that you programmed this game with a skill set that was cutting edge. It was not. It was totally not. It was antiquated when it started. I mean, that's the thing. All of this tech was old when it started because I prefer using things that are straightforward and established and reliable, Mm. right? You know, like the, the, you know, we had this whole argument about this in, and it wasn't even an argument. I mean, it was just like a discussion with C.D. Moyer today about, like, I have always resisted CSS for web design because it just makes the simplest things so convoluted and such a pain in the ass. Sure. Right? Like, the center tag deprecated and replaced with, like, this... And I understand how it all works. I get it. I get that you just you set these eight or ten properties on this div and it will center it. But you know what else will center it is fucking the word center in a code tag and then you close it when you don't want your shit centered anymore. You know, yeah. and, and it's like, uh, uh, like, basically, this whole thing was designed using a skill set that I developed in 1994. Oh. Right, that still works and still renders the same in every browser. And every time I tried to learn anything that was more modern, at any point I got so frustrated with the hoops that you had to jump through to do the simplest things that it was easy. You know, I mean, I ought to, I ought to learn Photoshop. If I learned Photoshop, I would be able to switch to a Mac if I wanted, and then I wouldn't have to deal with knowing. I wouldn't have to deal with, uh, you know, upgrading to a new version of Windows when XP stops being supported, right? But I don't want to learn Photoshop because in the time that it would take me to learn Photoshop, I could do the next six months worth of art in the tools that I use and already know how to use. You know, think of Photoshop as something you have to learn how to use. You don't think of Photoshop as something that you have to learn how to use? No. Photoshop Um, is not is entirely transparent to use. Huh? Like that's something you know. I certainly am not going to speak to like. JavaScript versus HTML. I think what it is is like in say CSS you can do a whole lot of advanced shit that we don't need to do. It's like you're right about that. There's no reason for our game to have the capability to do a bunch of shit that we don't need to do and to needlessly make things more complex. You know, if it came down to like hey, in this day of CD Moyers working we could either get rid of the frames or have m.kingdomofloathing.com done, I would of course say, fuck yeah, let's go for... Well, that's the thing. So it's kind of, in a way, it's like part and parcel, right? Because m.kingdomofloathing.com relies on a model that doesn't have frames because you can't use frames on a mobile site. Because they're, that is one thing where, like, whereas every browser on a PC handles frames properly, frames are the main reason that you can't just play KOL in a browser on an iPhone. Right. Right, because they don't, they don't, for whatever reason, they don't want stuff on the iPhone, they don't want individual parts of the screen to uh, to scroll independently. Right. Um, And I mean, you know, probably because that results in some shit that they just don't approve of in terms of how it looks and feels, so it's like, whatever, you know, like, live by the walled garden, die by the walled garden, and I've stuck up for it in the past. But, you know, 
making game.php as the container for all of this stuff more flexible, which, I, you know, there's really no reason that we couldn't do it, would result in both the ability to get rid of frames and a mobile interface, you know, potential mobile, a whole bunch of potential mobile interfaces. Maybe you can switch to, uh, you know, landscape mobile and uh, portrait mobile and T mobile, where it's like if you're on one of those <laughs> phones that's shaped like a T. Right. Or if you're drinking like a, tea. Oh right, right. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to play Kingdom of Loathing uh, by tracing patterns in the condensation on the outside of a glass of delicious, refreshing iced tea, or if you're drinking hot tea and you're done, and you want to kind of doodle Kingdom in your tea leaves, you might affect somebody's I mean, future that way. So you probably shouldn't. I mean, that's the thing. Do we do we make do we make it so we can launch? Uh, KOL on Congregate the way that fucking Fantasy University is and, and you know it's like hey guys check it out we actually have the servers to support this and uh, although we probably wouldn't if we got their sort of user numbers right <laughs> uh, you know and, and our you know our, our content doesn't look as good but it's way funnier and there's more of it I don't actually know if there's more of it I spent some time today uh, browsing through their forums and there's like a lot of it, the, people appear to be talking about a lot of different things uh huh you know, so it seems like there's it seems like there's some shit going on in there. I just can't play it because it's too fucking slow. I don't have time. Um, but yeah, you know, fuck knows. You know, maybe, maybe. If there's one thing that we know, it's that I'm not very good at saying what we ought to be doing because I tend to look at other things and go, "Ah, oh, that's a nice thing. Why can't we have that nice thing?" And you go. Why do we need that nice thing? Why shouldn't we be working on these 12 other things? That thing that you want isn't even a thing. And I go, yeah, well... After a little while of going, yeah, fuck you, I go, okay, point taken. I mean, that's the thing is, there's, there is... There is I have a tendency to stick to what I know because it's been working, right? But there is also... There, the, there is a distinct danger of, you know becoming a dinosaur and facing a needless extinction event right. because I, I couldn't be like, Oh, well maybe I, maybe I should see what it's like to get up there in the trees. Right. But uh, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? That it's, it is always hard for me to, to justify just cognitively adding more things onto the pile of shit that we have to do because the pile of shit that we have to do is already infinite. You know, because everything turns into ten things. Yep. And uh, you know, it's just it's it's just like the it's the curse of having more ideas than time. Sure. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Maybe we should get a maybe we should get some bright-eyed intern to like say like you know, hey, try and uh, make us a make us a flashy interface for this same content and do it for free, you fucker. And okay. If you're lucky, you're lucky. We'll give you a plate of gruel. How, how about we just go. Uh... If there's anybody listening who wants to take a stab at, at making a, a flashy front end for KOL for free, the trouble with the, the trouble with so doing much. that is that it, it has to be somebody that you can trust with the code base, and it's like sure. I have a hard time doing that. Right. So basically, and I think, no one. I think that is a sane and and sure. safe practice, right? I mean, I, agree. I need somebody. I need somebody to have signed some shit, right? In order to let them edit that, ah, uh, you know. But you know, I think these conversations are worth having. No, they absolutely are. They absolutely are. And I, you know, I, I like uh, the fact that there are certain days when it is harder to have these conversations with me than other days is is not your fault, right? <laughs> like there. 
It depends on how stressed out I am by generic stuff. I've been uh, accomplishing a reasonable amount of stuff every day for the last few days, though, so I, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about things. I will be is what uh, it is. We're doing. You know what I am going to feel better about, though, in a minute, is the fact that I'm drinking some hot sake and eating some delicious sushi. That's right. Where, where do you get your sushi? Uh, I discovered last year that there is a place... Um, it is not my favorite restaurant, but their kitchen is open until 11 p.m. every day. Oh, that's so amazing, it's like yeah. on those days when it's like, ah, fuck, it's 1030 and I forgot to eat dinner. Oh, I'll go over there. And it's just it's, just, it's raw. I mean, it's like a chain, right? A yeah. local chain, at least. Um, oh, it's very good. nightclub-y. There's always like booming techno playing. And there's always a lot of like whores in dresses. So Which, you know, that's okay. Eat some edamame. Look at some whores. And you can say, fuck you and the whores you rode in on. Yeah. Fuck you, frat boys and the whores you rode in on. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, let's well, bug yeah. out, Mr. Stillhead. Yeah, let's let's do this. Let's get off this show. I say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody.